0: Do, do 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 Thursday. Um, I've been told I should probably get a theme song at one of these um times when I get when I get become a serious podcaster. Uh until then I'm just going to sing at you. And um I hope that you will still listen. And if you don't, because of my singing, listen. Totally understand. So um today I'm gonna talk about a few of the things that you may not have thought of or might help you think of some other things if you too are thinking about packing up your house and becoming a digital nomad. So this is not an extensive list. I'm sure at some point I will be like, oh, and this other thing. So this is just a sort of off the top of my head some things that I would start to think about if you too are thinking about becoming a digital nomad. First off is actually um, something that I tried different with packing and moving that I wanted to tell everyone about. So I tried it differently. And instead of trying to do a sort of donate and throw away and pack all at the same time, I tried to break this up into different um sort of rounds. And this idea actually came from a TikToker, um, my domestic blisters, Casey Davis, on TikTok. And she talks about sort of maintaining a household in a morally neutral way. So she's really working on making it so that like mess and clutter does not mean you are a bad person. And one of the things that she pointed out to someone's comment, I don't remember exactly what the comment was, but it was something to the lines of like, uh. When I get behind on cleaning, it just takes me so long to like find a place for things and throw things away. And she said, it sounds like you're actually trying to do two things at once. And that's why it's taking so long. So one thing is not everything has a home, right? So it's organizing. And the other thing is like legitimate cleaning of like wiping spaces down and throwing trash away. And I just thought that idea of like, Considering that those are different tasks and though we often do them together, they don't have to be right. So you can find homes for everything as one task and then, you know, wipe everything down for the other. So I took that idea and I put it into moving. So I tried the first round to be things that I knew I was going to donate or give away in, um, on Facebook, I was in a buy nothing new group. And if you're not in one of those already, they're really pretty brilliant. You, again, you'd have to be on Facebook, but the premise of buy nothing new groups is again, that like most everything you could need the world has. And, um, you know, it was a great place to give stuff away. Um, stuff that was perfectly good that I didn't necessarily want to give to Goodwill. So, It does take time and energy to then post those things and then set them outside your house, but it also means that people are getting to enjoy things that are pretty good, but don't necessarily deserve to go to Goodwill. So that was the first round, was sort of donate and give away, and then the next round was cleaning and throwing stuff away. I don't know about you, but I've moved enough times that the last bit of cleaning, it's just really freaking annoying (laughs) so it was really nice to wipe down dressers wipe down you know the bathroom floor give the tub a scrub the week or two weeks before so even when I got to actually the packing and the moving part everything just kind of needed a, a wipe down just like a once over that step alone made me so freaking happy because the end of a move is always when I am the most sad because it's those last like oh it's just a little bit and then ends up being like the camp chairs you forgot that were in the back the vacuum that you kept the trash bags and then six tote bags of ridiculous random bobby pins and cords anyway if you can Try breaking or moving up into different steps. We also put this into your regular life too. Um, I highly recommend. I love it so much. The other thing I did, and I I did this the last two times that I moved as well, is I got movers. I have to say they are worth their weight in gold. I used the same company the last three times that I needed movers in the Madison area and man, oh man, they were a joy to work with. They worked hard. They did a good job. What I really like about this company, and I'll put it in the show notes in case you're in the Madison area, is that they have an hourly rate, but they only actually charge you for their time. So you call them, you give them an inventory of what you have, you give them the addresses you are going to and you're going from. And they give you like, okay, so we think your move is going to take this long. This is the rate for the truck and for these two people. So your estimate is around this. But if it takes shorter or it takes longer, um, it's not the end of the world. And you still know that you're paying like to the minute, literally for the service that you're using. This time I did add on some time to help with packing again, please see previous note. I hate the end of the move and packing. So it ended up that I wasn't able to use them very much for packing because they actually got delayed from their first job coming to me. They were still within their window when they came. Um, But it meant that I had had an hour and a half more to pack and get done. So, Using movers, and I'll just be really honest. The movers that I used in Madison were, I think it was $175 an hour, 180, something like that. And they actually ended up having a third person on their crew, which did raise the rate, but it did mean we got it done faster. So with the move and doing some packing in my house, putting in the truck, going to the storage unit, which was like 10 minutes away, unpacking. With the move and giving all three of them a tip, it was just over $800. Um, And depending on where you are at in your financial life, that may be a big number, or you might be like, oh gosh, that's so reasonable for me, especially as a single human moving. It's so reasonable. Um, So as I was putting together this list, I also just wanted to say I've used three or four different storage units in my life and something happened during the pandemic where more people are using storage units so if you need a storage unit you might want to give yourself a little more leeway time to find one because you might have to go a little bit farther out than you would before because I called three I called the one that I had used before and two other ones and they were actually all 100% booked With no idea if anyone was going to um, move on or not. Okay, so that's some of the moving and storage stuff. The other things that I wanted to do to start consider and be ready for this trip was I did a dry test of the space in my trunk. And I know that some of you will not be surprised by this. But I really did want to know that, you know, the two suitcase I was planning to go and the tub that I was putting my monitors and my computer stuff in would fit in the back with the dog bed and my pillows and that that would be like a safe, su- suitable amount of things to bring, right? So fitting that in the trunk was really important. And then I could also make sure that the dogs could stay in the back seat for the whole time. I did the other sort of car tune up, like make sure the mechanics look at it because I'm going on a road trip, oil change things gave the dogs baths and had their nails cut. And then I had an emergency hair coloring because all of a sudden I was like, oh, gosh, I'm not going to make it into fall with this blonde. So those are just some life things that like I wanted to make sure everything was spruced up and ready to go. Needed to do some of the sort of normal moving stuff. Right. So the turning off of utilities and then the forwarding of the mail. And the mail part took a little bit of research for me to figure out what I wanted to do. So in the past, my very kind sister has gotten, has become my address and has gotten my mail. And I did bribe her in beauty counter gifts to do that service for me, but like it wasn't her favorite and I knew it. So Well, this time around, I wanted to do some research to see what sort of mail situation digital travelers and RVers have. And it turns out you too can have a virtual mailbox. So it's a service that they give you an address and they scan your mail and you have the option to shred it or to forward it or to bundle it. Um, And it's, not super expensive so it does sort of add to the expense but it at least is an answer where I they'll hold it for 30 days and then I can have them bundle it and send it to me wherever I am so for me it's worth it it's also worth it to be able to see what mail is coming in and then you can pay I don't remember what it was like 30 cents or I don't something silly and they will open it and scan it and send it back to you so if it's something that needs to be immediately dealt with you can. Um, as I was looking at where I was going to live and I might do like an entire episode on the things I think about Airbnbs, but I of course made the commitment with my job that in doing any remote stuff that I'd have strong internet. Um, and so that obviously was a consideration and every single person I'm staying with, I had that conversation of like, what is your internet speed? Obviously the dogs are coming with me. So they have to be a dog friendly place and they, for my money has to have at least like some yard space. Like if it's not fenced, that's okay. It's not ideal. Um, And most of them I'm staying at uh, 28 days or longer. If they are Airbnbs where they do nightly or weekly, They do allow you, or often the host to set it up that after 28 days you get a little monthly discount. And some of them are a considerable monthly discount. So if you're looking at spending even like a week or two at a place, it is worth looking to see what the price is for 28 days because if you can you know, remote work for a couple of weeks and actually take a family vacation. And it's the same amount of money for a month as it would be for two weeks. Like that makes it worth it. And the other thing that happens when you search for um, 28 and 29 days and above is you also, excuse me, that was a funny little lisp. You also, that's better, get um, more listings that are month only. So some cities that you go to, they can only have because of city ordinances month-long rentals so in some of your searches some of the ones that are available don't even show up unless you're looking for 28 days or longer all right those are some of the things that i took care of and did as i packed up and became a digital nomad i hope that um some of this is helpful for those of you that are maybe thinking about taking long vacations or trying even a month of digital nomading somewhere. All right, see you tomorrow.